Welcome to the Not So Simple Life. Meet your hosts, Kylie Vanami and Sophie Longford. These two fashion models are talking all things wellness, beauty, fashion, and all the not so simple things in between. Let's get into it. Hey loves and happy Valentine's Day. We have got a very special episode in store for all of you with our very special guest, Ashe Sindara. She is a feminine energy coach and is giving us all of the energy that we all need to feel like our best selves. Yeah, we are going to be diving into many different topics today. We're going to be getting deep and getting into a very intimate conversation. And Ashe will be shedding light on how we can all improve ourselves when it comes to sex, business, pleasure, and prosperity. So let's start by talking about Valentine's Day. What are your expectations from it when it comes to this holiday? Like, do you have a dream date idea for Valentine's Day? It's so funny. I'm so neurotic a little bit. Some years I'm like, oh my God, why are we not doing something so nice and romantic and amazing for Valentine's Day? And the next year I'm like, oh, Valentine's Day. I'm like, do we really have to go out for dinner? No, but this year I was feeling it this year. I'm into it. We have dinner plans. We'll probably have just a nice little cute romantic night. And yeah, I don't know. I think it's an overrated holiday. I think celebrate mm-hmm. it if you're feeling it and if you're not no worries and for the people who get sad on valentine's day literally it's going to be okay the next day all of those feelings will go away don't put too much pressure on yourself for relationships because promise you valentine's day is very overrated no matter what side of it you're on yeah I am not so huge on Valentine's Day. I think it's a nice way for your partner to show them that they appreciate you and that they thought about you. So like even just like a bouquet of flowers or a sweet card with a nice message, like that's enough. And maybe you can go out for a nice dinner, but I do think it's very overrated and people have their expectations too high when it comes to Valentine's Day. But it is a nice idea. So if you are with someone or you have a partner, it's your time to make them feel special. So do something cute and maybe go for like a nice dinner together somewhere. I think that's all you really need to do on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I also feel like this year it came very fast. I feel like Christmas was like yesterday and I wrote a really nice card for Christmas. So now I've got to get creative and dig down into my inner Shakespeare and write another really nice card. Just let it flow <laughs> through me, whatever comes out. But we touched on this before. I think we should touch on our love languages again because I'm trying to remember what I was. I know I'm words of affirmation. And then I think I'm quality time, which I think is so funny because I wouldn't have guessed those for myself, but that's what I am. What are you? I think I just had one and mine was receiving gifts or something. Uh And it's not materialistic. It's literally just like, it makes me feel like I was thought of, Like it can be literally like something small, like some flowers or even getting a card from someone. Or a Chanel bag or. Oh yeah, that too. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) but I just love receiving gifts. It makes me feel like I was cared for and that I was on someone's mind. That's why I like it. So like, I can't stay mad at someone if they buy me a gift. I love giving gifts. I wish that was a love language. Also, I think organization is my love language. (laughs) I just realized I'm going to make that up. (laughs) When things are organized, I'm such a lovely person and just love everything around me. But, you know, Sophie and I are both in long-term relationships. And I think Valentine's Day is one time of the year that we can all make sure that we are keeping things interesting and not getting complacent or anything. So by going for a nice Valentine's Day dinner and like making a night of it, I think that's important. Otherwise, we're just all going to become like old, married, stagnant couples who just sit home and don't do anything exciting. I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) 
And on another <laughs> note, a bit lighter, I hope I don't sound so ridiculous, but I feel like we just have to dive right into this. Dog owners, if you are in a relationship out there and you have dogs, I would love to know what you do with your dogs when you're having sex because too many times do I find myself in bed at night, one thing leads to another, sexy time it is, and my dog, Aspen, is still in the bed with us, and I just truly can't do it. I just can't. It's like uncomfortable to me. It's funny to me. I'm feeling judged. I'm feeling all the feelings. So then when we attempt to put her in another room, then she starts barking and that's killing the vibe as well. It's like, are you with me? So like, do you deal with this? I don't want my dog to watch me. It feels way too intimate. And I kind of feel like they know what's going on. So it just feels like they shouldn't be seeing that they're too young. Their minds are too innocent. They're too young and they're staring deep into your soul. It's just, there was my rant there. If anyone has any comments on this, please, please, please feel free to reach out. But without further ado, it's time to get our incredible guest on, Ashe Sundara. Yes, let's get Ashe on the show and let her take it from here. All right, everyone, we are so excited. Our special guest today is Ashe Sundara, and she is coming on today and going to be shedding so much light on so many exciting topics. Thank you so much for being here. You're so very welcome. I'm excited to be here with you and your listeners. Thank you. So do you want to introduce yourself to our listeners and tell us a little bit about what you do as a feminine energy coach and how you got into this line of work? Mm. Well, Let's see, where do I even start? I don't know if I should tell my whole story or where, where I, what, what I should lean in with, but essentially the work that I do right now is I work with feminine leaders. I work with women entrepreneurs who are growing and scaling their businesses, but are wanting to do it from a level of soul embodiment and depth of being because there's a desire to connect the spiritual path and the path of becoming oneself, becoming the powerful version of who I am, who you are, who we are, and to make money from that journey. You know, when I was in college, I had this whole journey with my body and I I was on birth control for a very long time. And when I stopped, my body kind of freaked the heck out. And I needed to really do all the work to bring my body back into balance, which took a long time. Um, But in that time, I remember just having such a visceral sensation around, I don't want any of these careers. Like I want to be myself. I want to do something. I want to help people through what I'm helping myself with. And on my journey, I At the time, I was learning yoga and Reiki and breath work and holistic nutrition. And I was learning how to serve my body on a really deep level. And I just had, I didn't know anyone that was on that journey with me. I was looking around at all my friends in college and it just, I seemed so different. But what I did feel and what I did know is there must be someone out there that I can help. And from that moment on, I started posting online, sharing, blogging, and it was from this just deep, pure, pure place of wanting to connect with the souls out there that are, that I could serve and that would be served by what the journey of my life was bringing me. And I kept following that and I kept following that and I kept following that and that, I mean, there's much more, many more moments of the journey, but there's 
that was the core seed for me. And now the way that it's manifested in my work right now and in terms of the energetic piece is that, you know, there's strategies to build a business, there's strategies to make money, there's strategies to grow. But I've found that the energetics behind money, the embodiment, the belief, the body, the mind, the spirit moving through me and my relationship to money, my relationship to my business has actually shifted my experience as a business owner, as someone who's doing following Dharma, following soul purpose in crazy ways. And so to like the women who come to me are ready to do it in a way that's more easeful and more connected to spirit and more embodied with life, right? And with spirit moving through us and trust. And it's really the, the tantra of business is really what I'm working on with my clients is how to flow inside of business and bring the feminine principle into uh, a place that has been masculinized in our culture. Yeah, I have definitely watched your journey over the last few years and how your career path and what you're speaking on has definitely transformed into different topics and just different chapters of your life, obviously, as we can see. But you have built this multi-million dollar business by teaching others to basically put their body, their intuition, and their pleasure first. So why do you find that these three in particular are so important for us to tune into when it comes to expansion in life? Mm. Well, we can do without, right? We can see many companies, we can see success in the world that is without body, without intuition, but, and there can be growth in that way. But the way that I see it is that if we're wanting to serve the earth itself, the planet itself, and the us at from the core level ourselves first, like, you know, if you've ever heard the term, if you want to change the world, change yourself, yeah, heal from the inside out. And so that's really what I'm bringing people back into alignment with is that if we're wanting to shift the world, we've got to do it first and foremost within ourselves. And if we're disconnected from our body, if we're not trusting our intuition, if we're not connected to spirit and to all of life, and you know, you can interchange spirit with God, with love, with whatever term resonates with you. But if we're disconnected from these elements and from our body itself, over time, we get farther away from where we're even wanting to go. So even if the business has good intention, right, if it's actually disconnected from these elements over time, it's, it's not a strategy that's can be really consistent, right? Bodies break down, people get burnout. And then we find ourselves midlife crisis, like lost, right? But if we're actually right now saying, okay, I care about myself. I care about my quality of life. I care about how I feel in my body. I care about listening to where I'm meant to be and trusting that and following that fully, then all of a sudden we start living into a new reality in which we are using the the magic of the universe to bring us into greater alignment, right? And we're finding we can be like, we can start 
being in business from a place of alignment, right? I teach a masterclass in one of my programs called Alignment is the Algorithm. And, you know, when we can obsess over, are the numbers right? Did I write the right thing? Is the Facebook ad going to go there? Or we can ask ourselves, where am I? Where's my desire? Where is my excitement? Where is my turn on or turn off to the moment? Yeah. So there's an opportunity and a chance that we all have to both serve the planet, serve our clients, serve whomever we're serving on the other side of our business while we're also serving ourselves. And so as we do that, we're healing life and we're serving life like all the time. I love that. I want to speak on sex and intimacy because I know you speak about how sex and intimacy can go hand in hand with helping us achieve success in life and more specifically in business. So can you share a little bit more on this? Well, there's handfuls of ways. There's different ways to explore the relationship between sex and pleasure and money and business. One way that I like to explore their relationship is through desire. And when we're in touch with our desire for love and sex and pleasure, so we know how we want to be loved. We know how, what, what feels really good to be touched, like how, how we want to be touched, how we want our body to be kissed. Like, and we can actually stand by that. We can actually have that desire. It's not just something that, Oh, maybe that would be nice to have a relationship like that. But whoever has that, it's like, no, I desire this. And so that's what I'm going to have. You know, I want to be met like that in love. I want to be met like that in pleasure. I want to experience the full range of human potential in that arena. The, The better we get at owning our desires, speaking our desires, going for our desires and knowing that our desires want us, the the quicker we get them, right? Because we have now a boundary and a standard for what we don't want to experience in life and what we do want to experience in life. And so the same is true in our relationship with money. Yeah. So, so many people have this, this, it's changing now, like in our, in our, in our culture and in the, in the industry, it's changing as so many people are bringing the conversation around money. And so many people are bringing the conversation around sex and intimacy, but it it's the same thing, right? So the better we get at saying, I want to have six figure months. That's my reality. That's my desire. And that's okay to want that. Like That's really okay to want that. Just like it's okay to want mind-blowing orgasms. Just like it's okay to want your partner to take you on a romantic date once in a while. You know, like, of course, because that's your inner being saying, this is how I want to experience life. And those messages are trustable. Those messages are, I see desire as a sort of roadmap and it's not the destination to get to. It's not like when you get to the six figure months or when you get to the cervical orgasms, life is somehow complete because desire is endless, but it is a direction, right? It's not about landing the goal and then life blows up into some perfect universe. It's about, okay, this goal is leading me in the direction that life wants to take me, that spirit wants to take me, that, that like my soul wants to flow into. Like that's where I am meant to be because that's where I desire. So I see desire as a, 
a, a roadmap that takes us to the next step up the mountain. But there's always going to be that next thing. There's always going to be another sexual practice. There's always going to be a longer, a longer practice. There's always going to be more money. There's always going to be building wealth, right? There's, there's so, it's infinite. And so it's not about landing it. It's just about trusting our desires. So I really like to look at the relationship that sex and intimacy and then money and business have when it comes to desire, because that feels like to me one, one of the major, major, major bridges. Yeah, absolutely. It's just about like tuning into like what your body is craving and what your mind is craving and what direction you're wanting to go. And I feel like by being able to tune into this, it can obviously be such a liberating experience. And I know that this is like a huge part of what you do is just like helping your clients and your following like achieve this like full blown liberation and just being able to truly like live the life you should be living. So I'd love to know like, from your perspective, what you've seen with yourself and just your clients, like what maybe life looked like before you started tuning into this and you started feeling fully liberated versus after when you were listening to your body and helping yourself reach this like full-blown liberation. A lot of emotional landscape of listening to the doubt and the confusion and the who am I and does this really matter and can I do it? And will people even like me? Like so much um, drama, chaos in the mind, right? And what I experience now and what my clients experience is instead, like that gets replaced with consistent clarity and knowingness and trust and ability to say, to just know that this is who I am. This is who I'm choosing to be in every moment, right? Which that builds over time. You know, I've been in this work for six years and the first were rocky, not necessarily financially rocky because I've always just been consistently growing. However, it was rocky in my relationship to it because there, there, there was a sense of, is this, can I really do this? And do people really want this? And is my voice, am I even speaking the thing that someone wants to hear? And to be honest, like that still can arise, but the difference is that there's, there's so much trust in those intuitive hits. There's so much trust in like, moving in the direction that life is asking and and that's it that's all we really need to do in life and it's nuanced though because we're so tapped out from our intuition and that's one of the things that embodying our sexuality actually gives us in a big way right because if we're connected to our body if we're breathing into our body and we can feel like oh that that I don't know, right? Have you ever had those moments if you're connecting with yourself or a loved or a lover in intimately and you feel like, oh, maybe I didn't like that, but you can't really tell and you want to like move it in a different direction. And so these are moments where it's like intuition is guiding us mm -hmm. to move a certain way, to ask for a certain thing, to dance, to get up, to play, to laugh, to change the moment. Um, and it's those moments that can teach us so much about intuition and can help retrain our system to know that it's really okay to follow that. And it's actually so good to follow that. And if 
following our intuition leads to more love in our intimate relationships then following our intuition in business leads to more money in our businesses as well yeah that makes a lot of sense well I know you've mastered the art of surrendering to life and the journey that comes with life so what is the key to this and how can we stop trying to fight what is meant for us Mm. Learn to surrender in the body first. Like it all starts in the body. And when we can train our body to experience surrender, when we can feel what that feels like and we actually feel how free, delicious, empowered it feels to let it all go. I mean, all the listeners can probably connect to a moment on the yoga mat where at the very end of a yoga session, you lay into Shavasana and it's like, oh, like everything drops, right? Everything just starts settling in your body. The energy's moving in beautiful ways. And there's this like, oh, I can let it all go, right? And if you can connect to that sensation and that feeling in that moment, then you can connect to how juicy it is to offer that to yourself, to ourselves in the challenging moments and right? The moments where you want to control, you want to say no, you want to push, you want to force, right? And it's, you know, life is this constant dance of surrender versus choice. There's a constant dance between, okay, I'm choosing, I'm taking a step, I'm taking action, this is what's happening. And then there's also this dance of like, and I'm going to choose to open myself as well, right? We use that choice to actively surrender too but I think a lot of people have the idea of surrender wrong because it doesn't just mean it doesn't mean give up it doesn't mean let go of necessarily it just means allow like there's a sense of I'm gonna allow life to move in the way and I'm gonna fully accept it but that doesn't mean I'm not taking action. That doesn't mean that I'm not choosing what I desire. That doesn't mean that I'm not, you know, following through with my word, with what I say I'm going to do. I'm going to do all of that. But at the end of the day, it's not up to me. Like I can still do the work and then also cultivate this, this energetic of surrender and it's so important that people find this, especially in such a fast paced industry where there's, there's a lot of noise, there's a lot of talk, there's a lot of people offering their products and services. And, and it's a beautiful thing, right? Like we're, we have things that are shifting this earth and that are changing people's minds and hearts and beings. And it's so beautiful. And it's a lot and we've got to learn how to hold surrender and hold like, okay, I can relax my shoulders right now. I can relax my heart a little bit and my jaw, my throat. I can actually like feel that in my body is the first step because if I can feel it in my body, I can allow my mind to experience that as well. Mm-hmm. I love this. And when you said this, it brought me to an Instagram post that I actually saw yesterday. And it was, you know, telling people who suffer with anxiety attacks, what they should do is like, bring it back to their five senses. What's one thing you can see, one thing you can touch, one thing you can hear, taste and smell. And it was all about just basically like coming to your body to calm your mind. And I feel like 
you know, people work out, people do these like boxing classes and cycling classes for a mental release again, like back into your body. I feel like that's like such an important reminder and such a easy way to put it almost in those moments, get out of your head and like get into your body. I love that so much. Mm -hmm. Well, you touched just a little bit on, you know, during intimacy, speaking to your partner, telling your partner what you want, following your intuition there. And I'd love to kind of head into that direction. So when it comes to relationship dynamics and sexual partners, what are some ways that you could help our listeners harness the power of femininity and a way that can help them have better and successful relationships? Yeah. So I teach polarity principles and when it comes to a feminine essence being so this could be in a man or a woman but if you feel most home in the feminine in love in a space of receiving in a space of allowing in a space of yeah it's a the heart space you feel that the feminine essence is more your core nature the first thing that i want to speak to is that you know i i get a lot of questions from women saying things such as like how do i get my man to blink blink and blink how do i get my man to blink blink and blink how do i get my partner to do this and i totally understand it i've asked those questions before as well uh but the first thing that i want to bring forward is that we have to take full responsibility for our own embodiment So how is the body when it comes to your partner? Do you get to the bedroom and do you instantly like kind of curl into a ball or do you like, you know, turn into like a little shy girl or which isn't wrong, right? You can actually embody the shy one, the, the sensitive one. You can actually embody that in a very open way, very endearing way, a way that's really actually erotic and, and, and connecting, Um, But what I see most often is the desire for a certain kind of sexual intimacy, a more maybe passionate, polarized, sexy, like high energy, electric intimacy. There can be a blame or a shame on the other person for, but he's not doing this and he's not doing that. He's not doing that. And my question always is like, yeah, but what are you doing? Mm -hmm. What are you doing in response to that? So the feminine is responsive, right? That the, the feminine sort of work is to feel and to respond. And the more we feel and respond truly to the moment, the more it gives our partner information, correct information, correct feedback for how to move to how for how to give for how to be with for how to love. And so the the guidance that I would give the listeners and everyone is trust your body to give you the messages and allow your body to communicate what what is your actual response to the moment in the moment. A lot of people will kind of close their heart, shut down, shut the body, it will get like this contracted thing kind of create a story in the mind like Mm -hmm. oh it's not going to be good tonight or oh he's going to go to sleep or right we have these stories they're connected to old wounds and pieces of the past and when that happens right the body shuts down the actual sexuality shuts down and so 
I invite everyone to play with being responsive in the moment versus, oh, let's have a conversation in two days about what happened five days ago mm-hmm. in the bedroom that I didn't like. No, like, can you actually allow grief to move through your body? Can you actually allow excitement to move through your body? Can you be seen in the full range? And this takes practice, right? This takes practice to give yourself, but it's first the permission, allowing yourself to be fully true to the moment. And that um, that alone is going to create big shifts if you do nothing else you take ownership over how you feel and you don't put it on someone else you simply say okay this is how I feel and actually I want to feel open I want to feel aroused I want to feel connected and if I stay closed if I stay with this story if I stay you know um with this projection that's not going to happen and so how can I liberate myself how can I liberate love how can I reveal what I'm feeling so that there's now more space for us to dance. We're going to take a quick pause to let you all in on a major health and wellness hack. It's season two and our wellness routines are hotter than ever. That's right, guys. And the key to feeling your best is by achieving balance in your routines. And here at the Not So Simple Life, we achieve that balance by staying consistent with our daily CBD products from Cured Nutrition. CBD helps your mind and body find that happy place that we're all trying to achieve. No more mood swings, afternoon fatigue, and that blah feeling that everyone experiences. CBD will cancel all of these problems for you. Our go-to products from Cured Nutrition is the major trio, Rise, Aura, and Zen. We want our entire tribe at the Not So Simple Life to get in on this movement, so we have secured a discount code. Use code SIMPLE at checkout for 10% off on curednutrition.com. That's SIMPLE, S-I-M-P-L-E at checkout for this discount. Major. Now let's get back to this episode. So as well as being more present and more responsive in the bedroom, when it does come to sex, what else can the women listening to this episode do to have a better sexual experience and have a more fulfilling intimacy? Stop trying to look sexy and instead breathe and feel the sensations in your body. There's so much around looking a certain way. And anytime we're concerned with how we're looking on the outside, we're not concerned with how we're feeling on the inside, mm-hmm. right? It's they're two separate pathways in the brain and we can totally enjoy putting on some sexy lingerie if we want to, or, you know, getting dressed up. But I actually invite everyone to, can you find the, the, the level of sexiness and arousal that you might find in lingerie, heels, like the whole thing done up, your hair done, um, like looking quote unquote sexy. Can you actually find that naked with messy hair and mascara running down your face? Like, can that be equally as sexy because of how true, raw, real, and beautiful it feels on the inside? So connect to your to the actual sensations and ask your body, can you feel more? Can you feel more? Can you let in more? Can you let in more? Can you let in more? And that's the only thing that matters. Breathe, feel, 
and circulate the pleasure, like bring it up your body, move it around your body, move your hips in different ways, like try and bring it out of just the sexual region and bringing it up, especially to the heart, to the breast, to the shoulders, to the face, like really moving it so that it's your whole body is in the experience and it's not just a sexual experience. Cause the more you bring that sex up, the more it becomes a, a more spiritual experience as well. Cause it's engaging the higher chakras. Mm-hmm. So move the energy, be with your body and try as hard as you can to forget what it looks like because the sexiest looking people are the most embodied people, the people that are actually feeling. I 100% agree. And I feel like by being more in touch with your sexual side and by having better intimacy, it could help with your body image and just like how you see yourself. And I'd love to get your thoughts on this because unfortunately we work in an industry as models with a whole lot of body image issues. And, you know, everyone's always thinking about that, unfortunately. And we'd love to know like how you think what we could do to kind of help this almost and how sexual embodiment can really kind of take those thoughts away from us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely been a challenge and a struggle for me in my life as well. And I grew up with my mom having similar like body image pieces and that really came into me. Um, And it's, I mean, I can say that, but it's most of us, right? Most of us have the experience of looking at ourselves in the mirror and going, oh, but I'm not looking like that model. Oh, but I'm not looking like this. And, you know, one of the most helpful things that someone passed on to me is that they said, and this is what I always tune into whenever I find myself caught in a loop around my body and trying to get my body to be anything other than what she is in the moment. And they said that if someone is in an abusive relationship, in order for the one who's being abused to leave that relationship, they need to stop seeking reassurance from the abuser. So there's a sense of like, oh, but the abuser's taking care of me or, oh, they're providing me a home or, oh, but they're my partner we're married or right there's a sense of like oh but this is my reassurance and so same here like if we are looking to the perfect body industry so the like you know model industry like traditional model industry Mm -hmm. I because I know that it's shifting a lot right now and there's different body sizes which is so beautiful but if we look at the traditional model industry for our reassurance, we're never going to actually get out of that abusive relationship with our bodies because we're looking at the problem to get the solution. And so we actually need to right, right? Like having different size models is one opening it up so that we're having the experience of getting to see beauty in all different shapes and sizes. But to me, which is really helpful, you know, yeah. it's really helpful to look at beauty in all its forms right but then there's also the the yeah the the closed eyes beauty the beauty that you get to experience without looking without the gaze and you get to feel beauty 
And that's a different thing. That's a different transmission, right? Like to feel the beauty that you are, to feel the beauty of your soul, the beauty of the radiance inside of you, which is what a lot of pleasure can open up for us, right? That's one of the reasons why the sensual, sexual, tantric path is so powerful is that it reminds us of who we are. It reminds us of that inherent beauty that we already are inside, that we don't need anything to shift who we are because we already are that. And so, you know, for the listeners, if anyone is having that experience of like sizing your body up, um, first and foremost, you get to connect to the collective experience of that, that you're not alone in that, that we all probably men and women is definitely more targeted to women because of the nature of the feminine is geared toward beauty and radiance. Like that's what we are, we're so um, enamored by, right? We're enamored Mm -hmm. by by beauty, radiance, and love, whereas the masculine in us is enamored with purpose and freedom. But it, so it targets women and feminine essence beings a little bit more. So for anyone who's experiencing that, you know, use your own practice with your sensual body with eyes closed at first, maybe in front of the mirror because mirror work is super powerful, but see if you can feel the beauty that you are instead of looking for it, right? We use, again, using another sense of ours, not just the eyes, but using the, the, our sense of feeling and even smelling, right? Smelling our own pheromones, like smelling our body, being with our body in that way and finding the beauty that we are beyond the gaze. I love what someone once told me. If you are feeling bad about yourself or you're having negative thoughts about your body, go to the mirror with a purpose and stare at your body and tell it everything that you love about it. Whether it's true or not, just tell them like, I love the way my stomach looks. I love how my ass looks. Just say positive things and then you will feel bad about yourself. Like it's all about how you feel inside. And if you tell yourself that you love your body, then you will start to love your body. So that's like something I took from that. Mm -hmm. But today is Valentine's Day. So is there anything that someone can do to spice it up in the bedroom on a day like today? And is there anything that you tend to do when Valentine's comes around to make it a night to remember? Mm, That's so sweet. Well, it depends if I'm in partnership or not. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But um, let's see. It's probably going to sound not super spicy, but to me, this is what makes it super spicy is when we're actually dropped in and connected. Because if we get super like if we bring out some kinky tools or if we play with some bdsm or whatever if we you know play with you know spicy sexy things without the connection there it's actually not getting us to what we're actually wanting Mm -hmm. and what we're really wanting is deep 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 connection deep 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 merging with another being's soul And so my invitation for everyone listening, if you're having a sexy date night with a partner tonight is uh, before you move into, you know, the regular thing that you do, maybe you start making out or maybe you start um, touching each other in certain ways, like sit across from each other, bring your, bring touch to each other. But before it gets sexual, their left eye to left eye, the left eye is the fem- the feminine. And so it's the gateway to the soul. So left eye to left eye and breathe with each other, like deep mm. breaths, grounding with each other, 
looking at each other, just taking each other in, taking a moment to presence, you know, just as, for example, before, you know, at the beginning of a coaching call, I might take a moment to ground with a client, eyes closed, do a little presencing moment and meditation to open the session because then it activates the session. It makes us really present and it opens the energy together. I invite you to open the energy together for your intimacy. And there's this idea that then it won't, it, it'll ruin it. It won't be sexy, it, you know, cause you're essentially like stopping, but it actually, if you really allow your, yourself, your systems to tune into each other and breathe each other in, right? Like breathe each other in like, oh, I love this person or I really like this person or I'm, you know, in love with this person or, you know, they're so sexy and like really taking in each other for a moment. And if there's anything that is stuck, maybe saying like, hey, I want to share something to let it go. I don't want to be carrying this story. Sometimes I like to say this, I'm telling myself, is it okay with you if I tell you the story I'm telling myself because I really just want to let it go. I'm telling myself a story that when you got up to go to the bathroom at dinner that like I did something wrong. Mm-hmm. Who knows? It can be something silly, but then it's like, ah, freedom, the release of that moment, the release of that tension in the body. And, and then again, breathe with each other, feel each other, take each other in. And have that intentional moment before you start moving into all the, all the juicy things that you might explore in the bedroom that night or any night. I love that so much. Such a great tip. Well, I want to dive into breast massage. I know breast massage is a staple self-care ritual in your daily life. And I'd love to know what the benefits are. Maybe we can get some of our listeners into this after they know everything that comes from doing this. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually my oldest offering that I've had. And sometimes I will take programs or bundles or courses off of my website after a few years. But this one is the one that I always leave on because I believe that every woman gets to learn the benefits and the magic of breast massage. So our breasts are covering our heart. And so when, and our heart is, you know, this is the area in which our emotions are really stored and we feel so much from this place. And breast massage can help us get in touch with our emotions in a really big way. It can help us release stored tension and emotions in a really big way. Um, It also like moves and opens the lymphatic system. Uh, So on a physical level, it's actually moving the lymph in this arena, like getting more blood flow happening. And so think about it, if more blood flow is happening to the heart, right, then there's, there's more feeling and feeling is good it's a good mm-hmm. sign when we're feeling because when the, if we're feeling more that might mean that we feel more grief it might mean that we feel more tenderness but it also means that we feel more joy it also means that we feel more aliveness it also means that we feel more ecstasy because it's the place that we feel so it can also do a lot to help with libido and sensual turn on. So in the, in tantra, the 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 positive pole, which means the pole where um, the being gets aroused first for women for female bodies, it's the heart. 
And for male bodies, it's the sacral. So for them, and that's why we might see like, why do men always just like want to go straight to sex? It's because Mm -hmm. they actually get turned on there first, right? They actually like when you go straight there. But for a woman, usually if you go straight down to her pussy, she's going to be like, close. No, not ready. That's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. And so actually, if you work your way in, right, the, the hands, the arms, the legs, and, and the breasts, especially, then it's moving and opening and turning on the body in really beautiful ways. And then, of course, like, we have such easy access to our breasts as well for massage. Like, we can't really massage our backs that well. We can mm-hmm. massage our stomachs and our feet, but we can so easily massage our breasts. And to me, it's such a great way to love ourselves, to feel what the heart's really feeling, to tap in, to move energy. So I, I believe that it's a tool that everyone gets to learn. How long do you usually massage them for? Well, it really depends, you know, like in, in my course, the practice is about 15 minutes that I teach but at this point in my life, it could be just, you know, two minutes in the morning and then three minutes in the afternoon. It's kind of more intuitive now because I know the tools and I've done it so many times that it's just kind of like whenever, whenever I'm wanting. But if I'm wanting, let's say I'm, you know, grieving or moving through something challenging, I might lay down and, and breast massage for 20, 30 minutes, because mm-hmm. I might feel like, oh, like this can really help me move some emotion. And I might want to give myself a longer practice. But other than that, just intuitively, whenever the desire is there. Yeah. Wow. Well, I want to know what some of your other holistic practices or wellness rituals are that you feel like have truly changed your life in one way or another. Yeah, so many, right? And there's there's such a conversation around practices these days in my life, because I used to be such a stickler for practice, I used to wake up, be like, okay, I've got to, I'm going to meditate, I'm going to do my journaling, I'm going to do my breath work practices, I'm going to do my Pilates, I'm going to do all things. Mm -hmm. And right now, it's really shifted for me and that I've done so much practice in my life that it feels like practice is a way of being more so and because I have different tools I can plug and play in my life whenever they are desired or needed but I'm not leaning on them anymore to get me somewhere right like time in my life where it's like if I didn't do my morning practice I would feel like I'm not a person today so it's no longer that way but journaling has been one of the top tools in my manifestations and in my business creation, because when I journal, like even, I mean, there's a certain journal practice that I teach my clients that has radically altered and shifted my own life in, and so many people's lives, so many of my clients' lives, because it's, you know, when we write something down, it's a way to bring it to life in the moment. And so if we're writing our visions and our embodied states of being and our, you know, affirmations, so to speak, our gratitude, our, uh, we're writing these elements and these pieces down often, right, then we're holding ourselves accountable to Mm -hmm. making these shifts and to growing and to being the person that we want to be. So journaling has been huge in my life. Breast massage and self-pleasure have both been so huge in in my life like just loving pleasurable touch 
Um, let's see what else getting more in touch with energy in my body from working with different energy practitioners. So energy healers, Reiki, different things like that. And then playing on my own system. Like I can really tune into what's happening in my body and I can be with it and move it and shift it from an energetic perspective. And I like tapping in and tuning in with myself like that. And then the last piece that I'll name in terms of the self-care piece that's really important in my life is putting music on and moving and feeling what's there and moving with whatever stuck or sticky energy is in my body, knowing that like it can all be shifted. So there's also a practice that I teach um, in orgasmic abundance in one of my courses around that does this. And it's all about the first step is all about um, moving non-linearly. So not like dancing in ways that we know, but allowing a more primal wild movement to come through the body that like targets and goes to the places that feel contracted so that we're opening them up and feeling into like, what is this essentially? Like, is this a belief? Is this a story? Is this a thought? Is this a pattern? Like what actually is this so that I can move it through my body and then recode it and put in something different in its place. So that's also been another ritual that's been really big for me, for my clients. Oh my gosh. Amazing. I also love moving my body in different ways. And I think that is a huge tip that I challenge all of our listeners to try, but I'd love to go into our final question. We love to ask all of our guests, what are three products or gadgets that you just can't live without? Hmm. Okay, so definitely a crystal wand. Put that out there. Crystal wand. Such Where a good way. Where do you get your crystal wand? Chakras. Okay. Yeah. What type of crystal is it? I have like 10. <laughs> so, so yeah. But I think it's so important to reopen the body and the, the pussy because it retrains the it retrains our body to open to pleasure in new ways. So, and it like opens places that have been sleeping or numb or yeah, painful. So I would say crystal wand. My camera right now, I'm super enjoying playing on my camera and being out. This morning I went to sunrise with two of my girlfriends and it's just so fun for me to play with art in that way and to capture, to capture pieces. And then I would say I've been doing so many podcasts. So we'll say mm-hmm. my my computer right now, it's been so beautiful to be on this podcast and to be on podcasts or, like in my life right now has been so fun. So we'll say that piece as well. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much. You've been absolutely amazing. You got to do our listeners a favor and tell them where they can go and find you on social media. So tell them if you've got any websites you want to send them to, where they can find your business and your Instagram and everything. Yeah, you can go to ashesandara.com. That's my website where you can find like the courses that are available right now. And then I always have Lyme offerings that are not on my website. But um, one of my main experiences is the quantum year. And you'll find that on the website. And then just ashesandara on Instagram. That's the place that I like to play and hang out and share my work. So I would love if you resonated to come hang out with me over there. 
Amazing. Thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your amazing energy. And I hope all of our listeners had your way because I have seen the people on your page talk about how life-changing your courses can be. So I hope everyone had your way. Thank you so much. Wow, that was such a good episode. We hope you all enjoyed listening to that conversation with Ashay. But now we're getting into our Q&A section. We've picked out two questions that have been sent into our Instagram page. So the first one we have is favorite date night restaurant in New York. Ooh, well, the world is your oyster when it comes to restaurants in New York City. My boyfriend and I are going to the grill this year. It's delicious, amazing, and a little bit bougie, but really fun. You could do something more charming and cute like Bobo in the West Village with the fireplace, or you could literally just order in Chinese takeout. I still love that. When I was really young, we always ordered in Chinese takeout on Valentine's Day. And it was really cute. So I'm still a huge fan of that. And obviously we have the best Chinese food in New York. So yeah, but those are some of my recommendations. What about you? So my favorite for date night, probably Carbone. It's really cozy. Mm. The food is amazing. And the atmosphere is just quite really nice. And you can dress up. It's one of my favorite spots for sure. Could get spicy rigatoni. Yeah. So good. And the steak there is amazing. We know Sophie loves herself a good steak. <laughs> Number two, favorite products for the bedroom. Wow, we are getting into it. Okay, so I'm going to go with Woo More Play Lube. It's really cute and chic the way it's packaged. It's coconut oil and nice and natural and a really good time. What about you, So? I mean, I just love a good set of lingerie. It's good. Yeah. I mean, if it makes you feel good in the bedroom, then it's going to be an all-around better experience. Once you're feeling yourself, then it only gets better from there. Absolutely. There you have it, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. Please head on over to our Instagram page at the Not So Simple Life Podcast and message us there. And don't forget to subscribe, leave your rating, leave any comments you wish to leave. And don't forget to come back in two weeks time for another brand new episode.